0: Almost there, almost there, almost there. Live at the 7.30 a.m. hour, Morningwood Radio with the European Championship Breakdown, Tom and Dina. How are we doing today, folks? Dina, can, okay. I say, can I say
1: something to you real quick, Dina? You're the first girl we've ever had on the show. This is yeah. pretty big.
2: I this feel privileged.
1: It's like a boys club, and you've kind of broken in, so I'm just letting you know you're representing a lot of women right now. If You fuck this up. It's basically – It's all on me. Good. Yeah, I'm like, if Dina can't hang hang right now, I'm like, I'm not letting anybody else into this party.
2: I think you're just trying to get into the boss's good books.
1: Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's got an article about her. She's got an Did article about her it? as the CEO of Builder. It.
2: It's now my wallpaper on my phone.
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch. Dude, this it. guy wrote – this guy wrote, I was like, who is this person? She's like, he wrote an article about you too. In the article, no mention of the fact that I have any affiliation with this company. Dina Hogan, CEO, you know, a mother <laughs> and a multi multinational corporation CEO. She is a legend. I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, Hunter does push-ups. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is bull <vulgar. laughs> crap. So, Tom, what does that make you?
3: Are you the paper boy? I don't know what I am. Ever.
2: He's, yeah. He's PA. Personal PA assistant? I
3: would yeah, hang around.
1: That's that is crazy. great. What's Tawanda's biggest fan? So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> somebody had I just in, that. in our group chat, and uh, instead of calling him Tom, called him Tawanda. Oh, this guy? Tom? Yeah, our Tom right this? here. He. I,
2: I okay. Didn't see she oh. meant to write Tom and Becky and it was just a typo, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was a pet name she had made for him. I wanted in on it, so right. I think we'll just make it stick.
1: Yeah. Gina's
2: like, I didn't call
1: Tom. I didn't know he had a nickname from you. <laughs> you guys have a heart of gold. I, I go into the group chat to see what's going on in the group, and I read like two or three messages, and then my ADD just blows out the back of my head, and I can't read. I can't keep track of anything you guys have in that little group chat. I... I don't even know, like, Ryan's a part of it, too, and I'm like, ah. I'm with
3: you guys are that. saints. Yes. You I, guys I, are saints. I jump in and out. I don't look at it. Please. Again, just- the
2: oracle falls on me. I'm no, here, okay.
1: Bro. I would I would like to get roll out the red carpet for you guys a little bit, for anybody who doesn't really know how our company works or who you guys are. So I try to do a little bit of research, but I'll at least brag on the fact of um, my relationship with you guys. I'm gonna release because Dina's is the CEO. I'm gonna say Dina and Tom. Tom, you're at the back of the uh, back of the bus now. Dina and Tom are basically they developed and run the entire UK and European chapter of Builder. And to be honest, oh my gosh, is that is that Finn? Fitzy. Fitzy. He's an animal. He's oh going my gosh. He five,
3: five kilo
1: <laughs> axe murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that dog a lot. I slept on the couch with him one night. He was really good to me.
3: Um,
2: yeah.
1: So these guys, they both developed the entire uh, brand over there in the UK and they've actually often will beat our numbers here in the United States. They are incredibly successful. And I'm proud to say that um, they're my partners. And as you understand, without even me knowing Dina's taken over the company and now we're the CEO, and I feel quite powerless up here in the mountains.
2: I've Um, got him where I
1: want him, folks. Tom did the tour with me in the beginning. I think that was just all a razz. He's like, get Hunter drunk and drive him around Europe, and then we'll get all the paperwork when he's not paying attention. We'll get get him him to sign sign it off. He'll think that he's paying for a beer tab, but it's really just all the documents to his (laughs) intellectual property.
3: All those autographs he signed on the tour. Fudge, man. What What a
1: tragedy. And, I mean, you guys are the... Fittest were battled for fittest couple in the Ireland. Uh Dina, you've got like a really good career in in triathlon and uh, ironman distance. Yep. You guys used to travel around in a van living the high life, you know, back when you both used to be much skinnier. I found a picture of Tom. <laughs> this I had hey, to Tom? bring. This I had to bring to the surface. This if changed he, my life. If you email <laughs> it to me, I
0: can bring it up as a third window
1: for us. Dude. Okay. Like 68 what kilos there. And the fudge is that? Yeah.
3: Could you it's just like, Google
1: Tom Hogan so people can see this a little bit better? I mean,
3: 68 kilos. So in pounds that. What is that in pounds?
1: It looks like one of those alien movies where you get shot with a laser gun and it melts all the muscle <laughs> off your body. And you somehow survived.
3: I was under 150 pounds.
1: Dude, look. Austin Alexander came on. He says, how are my Irish comrades? Oh, we're good. Yeah,
3: hey Austin, we take over Battle Bunker next.
2: <laughs> Watch yeah. out, Austin, we're coming for you,
1: <laughs> dude. They're crafty, they're crafty. They've got me convinced. I was like, ah, these guys are just a bunch of basic Irish people, they're good at drinking and they're a lot of fun to hang out with. They're they're different than but um, so you guys, I mean, you guys have been constantly getting in and out of all different sports. I mean, Dina, could you just give us a quick description of like, I mean, was it did it start in
2: Ironman?
0: or what was uh, um, no, it no I started in
2: uh, kind of road running and um then I kind of I get I get pretty bored pretty quick I like um I couldn't just imagine doing the same distances over and over again the same um so then I moved to triathlon and bigger is always better right so then yeah. I moved to uh Ironman ultramarathons ran for Ireland um and uh, it kind of just went from there, really. And it was only as our family changed, our family dynamic, and the children got older, and s- something had to give. The volume of training, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get it in anymore. And um, so, um, a new.
1: <laughs> That's what I wanted to see.
2: Oh my god, that picture gives me the ick.
1: <laughs> I know. What is it like? Tom's Tom's like a big beefy, sexy man now. Tom sent me one of these kind of like OnlyFans pictures the other day because I had him I had him testing out one of our products and he had these big muscular boobs. What is it like to have a real man in the house now?
2: Tom, that was the wrong group you sent that to. <laughs> Dude,
1: he sent it to me. And I was like, Tom, it's 5 a.m. here. You can't do that to me. <laughs>
2: Honestly. Yeah, things have changed, but then uh, that—that's a winner right there in what he was doing. So you know, it kind of cancels it out a tiny bit.
1: Dude, I have always said this. There's nothing sexier than being a champion. Like I bet you sumo wrestlers get tons of ass. They are just like big tubs of lard, and they're—they're they're kings. They're kings. And look at that, so Tom. Tom scored you. I mean, look at this skinniest <laughs> dude I've ever seen in a picture.
3: Exactly. Damn.
1: Yeah. So what was the dynamic? I mean,
3: yeah,
1: basically, (laughs) I I think this would be an interesting thing to kind of get some data on here. I have so many people and you guys are coaches, too, so you could probably speak really well to this. I have so many people give me these radical excuses of how hard it is to have kids and how they can't get any exercise in and their lives are just in shambles. And you guys, I mean, you're. You've Tom, you've competed at the Europe, uh, European Championship. So have you, Dina. You guys have competed at the World Championship level. You've done Ironmans. You've traveled around the world. Um, what do you have to say to these people? Because you have an opportunity, you have a platform right now to really let, let them have it.
3: They're lazy. <laughs>
1: that's it. That's a, that's a book in itself. One page. I want the outside to be really thick and leather-bound.
3: You open up to one page. How to make it work. Don't At be train with children. Yeah, people, lo- look, people love excuses in all walks of life. Everyone loves excuse. <sighs> and the reason that what they're doing is harder than what the next person is doing. Everybody loves to beat that drum that my life yeah. is harder and blah, blah, blah. Everyone I, has their own kind of things they have to go through. But if you, if you want to do something, you just do it, don't you? Like you make time. You get I up late. Really- you stay up late. You just make it work. And that's exactly what we did. We used to get up at 3.30 a.m. to get on a bike, turbo train on a bike till 8 a.m., bring the kids to soccer or wherever they were going, come back in the afternoon, train again. Like just, We just made it work.
1: And it's not like your kids became a hot mess because of this. I mean, you got your son who's becoming a soccer champion. You guys raised your kids well, and you set a good, um, you know, you set the tone in the household for them, and now you're about to have a soccer champion. Had a lot of fun hanging out with your daughter. You got you guys got a really, really good household. So it's not like this this was like a home of neglect. You're like, you boys go out in the field and f- fend for yourselves. Mom and dad are going to go lift. That's what my dad did to me. It is totally random to the fact to this point that I've gotten as far as I have because my family didn't raise me at all. It was like you literally woke up in the morning and did
3: whatever you wanted until dinner table was set. We We probably see the kids as a big advantage, which – a lot of people probably don't see them as. Like, we see them as an in, in, inspiration for keep us. You young. And yeah. keeping us accountable. Like, everyone talks about accountability, but who are you more accountable than than the people that, from say, they're one year old and you're telling them when they're starting to walk, don't give up. You spend your whole life telling the kids, don't give up. So now when we compete, we can't really just stop and give up, can we? We've spent our whole lives telling these people that no matter what, you got to keep going. So... So it works. Would you like t- we, we use it to
1: work for us and against us. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that BS drawing that your daughter put together? Because,
3: <laughs> oh, um, and you didn't even hear
1: the half in. of it.
2: it that girl is so quick, honestly. I said to her, oh, um, Hunter's seen your picture, and he said lies, and she said, oh, why? Did he think the prediction he should be third?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that girl is the devil.
3: She made a drawing
1: of us on the podium, and Tom is well above me. He is well above me. She put a couple extra inches on that platform, and I thought it was – I was pretty sensitively hurt by that thing.
2: I got a couple of messages saying that
1: that your drawing was uncanny. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I can draw too. Don't make me whip out my box of crayons, and I'll start throwing some hate mail at you guys too. This is how we're going to do this.
2: Tess, you're
1: going down. <laughs> you know, one thing that I really liked, um, Tom told me about that you guys had this incredible thing where one year Tom would go and do the challenge Roth, and then the next year you would go do the challenge Roth. I thought that was a really cool way to handle being like a very fit couple. I think, like, you know, because I'll admit, like, I've, I've been in relationships where. You know, you're dating athletes, and it's hard to really decide who's going to take priority at the moment. Because if you're going to be a high-level athlete, you really have to prioritize yourself. I mean, you're in a position where it's like, "Hey, I'm waking up in the morning. I'm going to, I'm going to eat what I need to eat. I'm going to do what I need to do so I can cross the finish line in the best shape possible." But then you, one of you guys, would take the back seat and be a support team. I think that's really, really rad. Any, any notes on yeah. that, or is it as simple as that?
2: I suppose. Well,
3: What's that? Go on, Dina. No, go ahead there. Go
2: on. What are you saying? I was going to say, that was
3: the ages that they were at. That was, like I yeah. said, we made it work. So it was necessary at that time that that's the only way we could do it. That was our workaround. Mm-hmm. I did a lot yeah. of shorter races. And Dina focused on more more so training and doing that one big race. Mm-hmm.
1: This is that propaganda <laughs> picture that I was talking about. This is absolute bull crap. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but look
2: how wide you are. You've got some good shoulders on you there.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's
0: real.
2: Tom, that. you
1: got these messed up little arms. He's tiny. I like how Seamus made it in there too, you know?
3: Sheamus, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. They, they tried to make him almost seem as tall as me, and I've met Seamus. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lie. I feel like there's a lot of mixed messaging going on here, and she's really trying to test my ego. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's interesting. How, how do you guys, I, I think this is fascinating because uh, you guys have been together how long now?
3: Oh, well, I say the obvious and say too long. That's a measurement. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk um, years, just so people please. can get understanding. Uh, Nin- oh,
2: 1999. Oh 1999.
3: 1999. 24 years? Yeah.
1: Wow. What wow. Are you in doing fact- in 1999? Yeah. I mean, so you guys have been together since 1999, and you guys have gone. How many kids you guys got? Four? Three? Yeah. Four.
2: Four. You're so dramatic, Hunter. It's not as if you can't keep count of them. There's
1: only four of them. Listen, I just want to get it right here, okay? (laughs) You know, you you Irish people, you guys produce faster than almost anybody in the world. You guys, I could have had three kids on this conversation. I wouldn't know. Crafty, as I said. Yeah. And... You guys have stayed together throughout this entire thing. What were some of the the pillar moments that you guys would say of like holding together a relationship throughout, throughout those 24 years? Because being not only in a relationship, also having kids and also being really dedicated athletes, um, I think there's a lot of opportunities where people would just be like, I'm out but you guys seem to be like a happy couple. And I go like, I've gone to dinners with a lot of couples and I sit down next to them and I'm like, I'm waiting for the boxing gloves to come on. Like these people wow. hate each other and <laughs> you guys, you guys are a lot of fun. I sit down. I genuinely have a good time whenever I'm hanging out with you guys. So
2: um, I think a lot of it comes from um, having the sport in common. Um, it is definitely something we can do together and it's not just he's going one way and i'm going the other Um, it's about i suppose at this stage still that we really enjoy each other's company and i think that's very important so um that has has done something and the other thing of it is i just we both just want to see the other person even more so than ourselves do better Um, i if we do fight about training it's usually no no you go get yours done. No 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 you go get yours done like um I like this. So I think I think that's a big thing. I try not to be selfish I suppose.
1: Now you'd say there's also a good dash of Irish charm in there. That's how you guys stay so happy.
3: Yeah, we don't take things too serious, I suppose. Anything really in life. We and usually you guys are both smiling right now, which is good. Yeah. yeah. We usually just take the piss out of each other with everything. Yeah. Which is that's helpful I think. It's so that where you can get a little dig in, but you can kind of say, ah, oh, I was only messing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a joke. It was a joke. I hate you. It was nope. a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, it's often, though, like I've noticed, and I'm, I'm not trying to sound like cynical or sad in this situation, but I, I've spent so many years training and predominantly with men. Um, you'll just notice that a lot of guys will... Like use these training hours to get out of the household, and you guys use these training hours to get into spending more time with each other in an awesome way. So we'll go on these long ass bike rides, and these guys are like, "Hey, do you want to tack on some more miles? I don't need to be home anytime soon." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. I I, I don't have anything to do." Or they'll go so out. You gotta keep golf. fun at home.
2: Yeah, you gotta keep at home fun
1: as well. Yeah, you guys got a good thing going on. Um, so let's go into more of a. You know, recent history, a.k.a. like two days ago, the European Championships. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, I'm, I'm actually like I I want to I intentionally didn't try to get too much information about the European Championships because I wanted to go into this conversation a little bit blind and I really wanted to get as much uh, of a story from you guys as possible. And um, I guess let's start with Dina. Um. You know we are not ready to
2: talk about my race yet.
1: Well, no, just talk. You could just talk about anything. I mean, in reality, you don't have to break down exactly your race, but let's just talk about the sport. Let's talk about some of the athletes that it, okay, the progress uh, that we're at. Um, so we are now, I guess, what the fifth or sixth season of High Rocks started in 2018, 2018, yeah, yep. yeah, okay, so
2: 2018, uh, 2019, 2020, five. 2021,
1: 2022. We're on the sixth season. Wow. Yeah. And oh. how many European championships and uh, have you qualified for now? This will be the second uh, one. Yeah, this uh,
2: will
3: be second Europeans.
2: Second Europeans and second... I'm already qualified for this year's Worlds, which will be my third World Championships. you already qualified um, for Worlds? Yeah, I qualify, uh, qualified for... Um, World in Frankfurt just gone before Christmas.
1: How? Cause your time?
2: Not elite now, age group.
1: Okay. Okay. But you raced yeah. it. Did you didn't you race yeah. did you race in the late fifteen this year?
2: No, not this year. Vegas was my last in top elite fifteen.
1: Dang, dang, dang. So yeah. Tell me about the women's side of sport right now. You guys, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy what's going on in the women's side of sport, especially over there in your guys' area. Like, there's just yeah. a bunch of lightning bolts with t- uh, like you know, with running shoes on nowadays. Yeah. That- uh,
2: to be fair, the women have just bought it to High Rocks. If you compare how, how much the times have changed from, say, the top 10, 15 women to the top 10, 15 men – like the women's time has just—I think it's been cut by like. Well, let's have a look. I—I I went into Vegas Dina, in a 50- year one hundred and
0: nine in uh, Ma- Maastricht over the weekend. Yeah,
2: yeah, but you see, it was very different. This was the first time they did European Championships. Every age grouper raced open weights. There was no pro weights.
1: Mm. Oh, was that fun?
2: Mm. It kind of worked against me, to be honest with you. I would prefer the heavier weights. um, But I didn't really understand the sense of it either with the fact that the World Championships is all pro. Sometimes there's a few things that I don't get, but you just get on board with some.
3: Yeah. You're, you're getting women coming into the sport now. Like, the woman who beat Dina at the weekend ran the 1500 in the Olympics. Like, this is uh, the people who were coming in now.
1: Yeah. Mm. Sonia, there was problem. two, Sonia or Andrea. There's some pretty radical athletes coming in now. Like the girl who came second place to. Um, would you mind bringing up this girl's name? What's the name of the girl that came second place to. Um, what the hell's her name? Lauren Weeks. No, Lauren? Swedish girl. What's the Swedish girl's name? I'm not sure. Dude, she looks like the T1000, like Terminator from Terminator 2. Like when I saw her pictures, I was like, oh my God, I got to turn my phone off. She's going to kill me. She is ripped and dangerous looking.
3: Like, you yeah. Know, I think she went to the games
1: know. last year. That's That girl looks tough. And I, I also said, I was like, Lauren Weeks is going to come back. Like, Lauren Weeks can't just have a baby and settle down. Lauren Weeks is going to have a baby, and then she's just going to go into, like, a blacksmithing room and just forge iron <laughs> until she comes back and kills everybody. She was an absolute beast. Lauren
3: did yeah. uh, all the wall balls unbroken, which is who like did? Lauren did, hundred yeah. unbroken, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean she's she's the
1: toughest athlete I think I've ever met, male and female.
2: Yeah, she it, can grind up.
1: It's super interesting the way that she does stuff. It never seems like she's suffering. She just seems to just keep on going at whatever pace it is and mm. refuses to die. And like, I guess that's kind of the sport of high rocks is it's not about how fast you are and how strong you are. It's how little everything yeah. makes you suffer.
2: Yeah. Um, the, like women's, I, the women's I, times have just changed so radically. I mean, it'd be like you taking another five minutes off your time and that would be the new men's time. Could you imagine how that can happen?
1: I, I mean, I really think that I really think that it's bound to happen in the female side. I think the men's side, um, Like I did all the math on this and we were stuck at like 57s for a really long time. And I was like, I have to do X, Y, and Z to pop this barrier. So I did X, Y, and Z, um, bunch of steroids. No, I'm just saying I did, I did this certain training cycle that I thought would get me to down to that 55 minute mark. I told myself, these are the two things. And I think potentially for men, like I could have been up near the 53 mark. And I think guys will start to get down to the 55s for women. I knew that sub 60 was coming because for some reason, women were just like only focusing on speed. And I was not seeing a lot of progress on the stations. The biggest progress I think for females is going to happen in stations, not running. Um, They just won't make the the amount of progress. So I think like Faye Stenning came in in Miami and ran like a 29, a 29.50. 8K. So women came in with stellar running times from the start and then they just didn't focus on stations. Now you're watching these people who are really crushing it, like that girl Megan. She's really, really strong. She runs like a 16-minute 5K and she benches 200 pounds. That's the strength that I'm talking about. That CrossFitter girl from Sweden, and Lauren Weeks has always had it, but um, now she's, I think, just like fully developing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The women yeah. seem to be getting younger as well, which is, uh, I don't know what the difference is mm-hmm. there, but it seems to be a younger generation coming through the elites on the women's side, whereas the men's side still seem to be that average age of like 30, 30 35. So that's interesting if um, if any younger men will start, will start seeing coming in.
1: I don't think they have enough volume on their legs. Mm. I don't. I think. mean, another watch.
2: 10 years, and you're going to get athletes that come from nothing, that start training at 16, 17, four solely for high rocks. Whereas yep. at the moment now, they're crossing over from another sport. So where the times can go, who knows? That's You'll be jerryatic like by that stage.
3: That's what happened in triathlon. You had runners coming into it and cyclists coming into it and swimmers coming into it. And then it got to the stage where when people were 17, they just were triathletes. The warden runners, the warden cyclists, the yeah. sport was triathlete triathlon, and that'll happen with high rocks. And when that happens, the, the times will tumble then. Yeah, it really yeah. come down.
1: It's it's astounding.
3: Um, so for you
1: watching the women's field, you guys are coaches here. What would you say is going to be? I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. You guys in Europe kind of dominated all the times and took. The majority of the spots for, um I think, like three American men qualified out of 30. And I don't know how many American women qualified for the American championships coming up over here. But what would you say are some of the biggest competitors? And what do you think is going to happen between now and, and world championships?
2: I don't think it's going to change too much.
3: I don't think it'll change at all, really, on the women's side. Because I think no. you had like five... Was it five Americans over or four American girls over?
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I'd say the women's field is kind it's of pretty, what it's, it's going to be so because all, all, the, all the big American names, I suppose, were there. Men's think, side uh, is different because Ryan wasn't, your, there. Ryan wasn't you there. Chris Draglowski has there. a chance. Oh, Chris, I totally forgot about you. Well, That's it's, what I'm saying. It's, is she in the U.S. Championships? I don't think so. So she has to get a time
1: then I guess I, I think hyrox once again, totally fucked up the, this getting into world system It was super stupid to allow, to allow people to come over from Europe and race in the American championships and get their points in there. Like, yeah. I'm and just... not
2: even like a top, they rolled down a lot,
3: rolled
1: down to
3: 30, rolled down to 30. Yeah. So she the got all deal was to let people earn prize money. I think this was the thinking behind it—to
1: earn prize money.
3: That's like to push the sport on, and, and get the competitors more professional. That they would need money and to need sponsors, and the way to do that was to kind of win races, win prize money, and hopefully sponsors would would come on board. How so by allowing did- it to go to both championships, you could, like, if Alexander wins in the US, he'll be after winning fifteen 20- grand or whatever. Yeah.
1: What What did you win for? What did you win for first place? Seven, I think. Seven. So you make 15 grand. Sure. In theory, it would be helpful, but I mean, it doesn't. I mean, you're watching so many really, really talented athletes not even get the chance of being able to compete. And I'm just beating a dead horse here, but I've said it so many times when you come over and race in America, the times just don't add up. If I took you guys. Ryan, would you mind bringing up the the elite times from Vegas, yep. um, the elite fifteen, and then bring up the elite times from um, the European Championships? So, what was your finishing time, by the way, Tom, in the European cha- uh, European Championships?
3: Um, an hour and twelve seconds, I think.
1: Hour and twelve seconds. What was your time in Vegas? I
3: think it was one or 104. or one or four, like that.
1: Yeah. And I would I would go to say that it would be around the same exact time, give or take a minute, if you brought it, it, it here in the states. Just because of the way that the 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 sleds are over here. And what's happened is these guys you're going to watch
3: you're
1: going to watch all of these dudes um in the United States not be able
3: to qualify at all. That's what happened last year. I like the idea on another podcast someone said that why not have the US field US championships as an open championships. You do one is an open championships. You take the top five from both of them, and then you have a, a final qualifier in February or March where you take the top five guys in that, and there's your 15.
1: Yeah, so it's like a last chance qualifier.
3: Yeah, yeah. but then you're gonna have
1: to do this and regionalize it. That was my point.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. So it says right here, Tom, sure Tom, you're one of Tom, you liar, you were 1059. <laughs> I honestly could not remember.
3: You're scraping, I didn't scraping, scraping I didn't minutes didn't off. Want to remember.
1: Okay, so now go to Ronkovic. <laughs> What's Ronkovic's time? 103, uh, one one,
3: one hour, oh, thirty-eight minutes?
2: Thirty-eight seconds.
3: Yep. Zoom in. I think looking I at can't. Alexander and Tim will be more beneficial than mine. I, I Okay, yep. So, so let's go Alexander, let's
1: go Alexander and Tim. It's almost identical. So now go over to your – bring up another page. Leave this one right here. Go to the European Championships real quick.
0: I don't know that I can. Hang on. Give me one second. Keep talking.
1: Enhance. Enhance. (laughs) I'm just going to show you guys, though, it is almost exactly the same. I was studying it for a little bit, and it's almost exactly the same. Like, everyone's time kind of stayed the same. And –
0: Now you want uh, this
1: year's European season? Yeah, the, the European Championship that we just happened this weekend. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but basically... Uh-
3: See, there's small things that, that make a massive difference. Like the in, say the in and the out, the last Saturday, it was just a long straight into the rock zone each time, which was very fast, no twists and no turning. Coming out of it was very fast. Like the, You basically took five or six steps, you were back on the run course. In Vegas, we had to run out around... In front mm-hmm. of the stands, take a so, ninety degree turn, another ninety degree turn, and then you were back out. So all that so, makes like, huge differences.
1: To look at the difference here, so they were about forty seconds apart here. If you go back to the other race, they're about you know fifty five seconds apart. It's almost the same exact race. And what was Sandback? Sandback was um, a minute and a minute and fifteen seconds, twenty seconds off of. Uh, off of the championship winning time. If you go back over to oh. the world championship, I guarantee it's almost the same exact window. So Tom, let's, let's hack into the men's uh, men's championship a little bit. Yeah. What was it like being back out there for the third time at the highest level over there in Europe? And you know, you're what? 42 now.
3: Damn shots a- fired
1: what are you 40 41 41 whatever
3: you mean injustice there with your 42 yeah
1: shut up you guys draw pictures of me making me look stupid all the time um yeah what was it like competing what was it like competing in that field and what was what does it feel like at your level of competitiveness and being able to push you know these guys that are basically you know 10 years younger than you Fuck, yeah, Tim, Tim was, Tim's got to be about twenty years younger than you. Okay? Tim
3: is like two years older than our oldest son. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel like you're really racing against these guys, or do you feel like you're holding on, just trying to keep up with? These holding guys on for dear
3: life. <laughs> Hold, holding on for their life. Like, really? Yeah. Like people were greeting me at the weekend, like, "Oh, good to see the old man is back." <laughs>
1: Gosh, that's rugged. <laughs> I
3: mean enough to know that I can't beat I know there's certain people I can't beat. I, I did have a goal of coming in the top five. I, I thought I realistically you missed thought about, I could- what, six seconds? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I could get in there. But I'm having to like I'm having to change things all the time. So I know I can't go with the pace now. So I'm more relying on my head to pull me through and hope that people go out way too fast, get too excited. And start coming back as the race goes on. And I slowly drag him in and pass him. And I'm kind of just relying on, on on years of experience now, more so than anything else. And it kind of worked at the weekend, but I didn't get excited. I didn't go off. Well. I don't chase too hard. If someone is 10 meters in front, I don't try to make up that 10 meters in the next five seconds. I'll make it up over a lap.
1: That's why you just got to lead from the start to the end, dude. That's how I handle it, Okay. <laughs> It's a simple way to fix that problem. Uh, so what is it like? I mean, I really have no clue and I'm looking forward to this day being that 42 year old dude that shows up in the gym, just wants to tear in half 25 year olds. Um, what does training feel like for you at this point? And what does racing feel like for you? Like, are you constantly gambling at all times being like, I know if I train too hard today, I'm going to die. Um, and yeah. when it comes to racing, where you know you have to give everything, what does it feel like being in that position?
3: I have to juggle everything in training. Like, I can't, I don't do burpees in training. I don't do lunges in training. I do very limited wall balls in training. Sounds like all me. These, all, all of these things hurt my hips too much. Now I sound very old. So I, j- I have to juggle everything. And then if I want to do a really hard session, I know that, right, for three days now, it's going to have to be very easy. Yeah. After that. And, How much- But when, when it comes to race, all that goes out the window. I'm just like, I'll be sore for a week, but I get over it. How much would you guys
1: say that in your training, you train the sport of high rocks rather than just train to be in really good shape?
2: A lot.
1: You train the sport mm-hmm. of high rocks a lot? Mo- uh, a lot more, more me. A lot more than yeah. me. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I train high rocks specific probably 80% of the time.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: I don't really have a lot. Of level, i have to you. push training.
1: That's crazy. You mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't almost touch any of the High Rock stations for the majority of the year. I like mm-hmm.
3: when these guys
1: I, got out there and trained with me. What's that?
3: I train like how the, the race will feel. It might not necessarily be that movement, but it'll be how that movement will feel in the race, if that makes yeah. sense.
1: This may be a good question for – this may be a good question for you guys because you guys are both trainers also. Do – I have this conversation with myself, and I found the best results from it. Um, I'm a big believer in just getting as fast as possible. So how do you get fast? You either put in more volume and more speed volume, um, but you don't put in tons of volume doing high rocks running. How do you get strong? Like you don't just push sleds all the time. Like I just put plates on the bar. So if like, I said this to people a lot, If if, how often do you guys watch, um, football, like American football players do sled pushes pretty much never. Um, but what do they do? They go in the gym and they put like five plates on a squat bar and they go up and down and they just know if they can get stronger in the gym that no matter what, whatever they go up against, they'll just crush it on the field. Mm. And I'm a big believer in that and it doesn't beat me up as much, but. You know, you guys are different athletes. I've always kind of been like a like a Tonka truck and you guys have been come from like the leaner background. What would you say, especially as you guys are getting older, what would you say is the biggest success factor for your guys training?
3: For, in, for high rock specific stuff.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, you aren't doing
3: anything else, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, just being a dad. Tell me about
3: it. <laughs> biggest thing for the HyROX rocks training and all like you said it's it's getting like the majority of people 99% of people just need to be faster and and, and they'll do a better HyROX. if you said the hmm. 99% of all the people doing high rocks stay out of gym for the next three months and do a running program i bet they'll all run a faster HyROX. yeah because people see the draw- problem
2: is like the perfect tra- the perfect workouts and the perfect training is out there but for the vast, vast majority of people, life does not allow for that, like, you know, um, lifestyle, time restraints, injuries. Like if you're not living the life of a professional athlete, which is what most people aren't, you have to adapt everything. So, you know.
3: Like what was uh, your volume of running been when, when you were, back when you used to be an athlete doing high-ups? <laughs> what was my what? <laughs> your volume run volume every week in kilometers or in miles he
0: said what was your run volume when you I used was... to be an
1: athlete in high school <laughs> I, I literally could i could get out of my boat and beat the piss out of all you guys <laughs> with zero training don't make me um i would get up to 100k a week i would get up to 100k a week it wasn't it wasn't necessary um just running like i i tell this to people all the time it's like it's a game you know, at this point, it's like, if you spend so much time running, you are going to pull so much away from your ability to be strong. So I spend so much, like I did a hundred miles on the bike last week, just starting to pick up my stamina again. Biking isn't necessarily going to translate, um, into anything other than conditioning. And I'm just trying to get my conditioning back up so that when my technique in the boat lines up, that I'll be fit enough to put the technique to a super high level of intensity. Um, I just recognize, like, biking has always been something that's really, really good for me, and I can get away with it for hours on end. Running is one of those kind of things where all of us know this. Like, here are the opportunities to get screwed up: one, blisters; two, roll your ankle; three, twist your knee; four, your hip flexor; five, your hamstring. You know, you. it's just, it's just a chain of events waiting to go wrong. So, for me, I keep my running volume probably lower than most people in the sport, and I just add it on everywhere else, and it's always been a blessing for me. but I bet you um I bet you I probably could have faster high rocks times if I didn't have an ego in the gym.
3: You <laughs> spend yeah. more time on the track.
1: If I wanted to, look, if I looked like Tom Hogan in that picture that I showed you guys, 45 <laughs> minute high rocks.
3: You wouldn't be able to move the sled. Are you talking
1: I was, about, dude? I'd bite it with my teeth and drag it if I had to. I'd be so fit.
3: I was and that no. weight when we did our first ever high rocks. And you were? Yeah. And as doubles. As a doubles.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you race in a dress? <laughs> <Yeah>. Tiny ass. He <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs>
3: could hardly move the sled. I couldn't move the sled. Ah! I've, never, I've never even seen a sled. And we went over and had the warm-up area and I was so there was loads of people around. I didn't even want to touch it because I was fully convinced that no way this thing is going to move. And yeah. we ran out. We did the race. Dana didn't move it, did you? Didn't move it at all. And she ran out of the sled and I was screaming at her to come back because I was, had to walk. I could not move after pushing that.
0: You put on a lot of volume then if that was your first race <clears throat> or your first race you look like that skinny string bean to now. <laughs> like
1: two, two, it's two. all builder, dude. He just eats potatoes and drink builder all day long. <laughs>
3: nah, Look at like, the
1: size of him now. 15 kilos every or something.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: So Hunter, do you think you still train any, any um, percentage of your training purely for aesthetics?
1: All the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. I basically, after world championships, just got into bodybuilding. And I looked insane. I looked <laughs> so good. I was like, damn, you freak. And I was just taking iron. I was just like, find whatever kind of metal you can in this building and put it on the bar for me real quick. And I was just that like, ah, ah. it was the shit. And then if I he got was made this-
2: of chocolate. He'd ate himself. That's the truth.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, I was, I look great and I felt awesome. And like I eventually, when I retire, I'm just going to be like this big jack dude that climbs up trees and chops wood and fights bears outside. And I'll just dig holes and lift rocks in front of my wife and children all day long so that I can assert my dominance in front of them.
2: She's a lucky girl. Yeah. kids be. will be like,
1: man, I was so pissed at dad. And then I saw him move that rock and I changed my mind. Changed my <laughs> mind. I was thinking about not cleaning up my room, but then I saw dad climb up that tree and beat the crap out of that bear. Changed my mind. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And my wife's gonna love it, dude. She will just be like, I 100 percent will live like a Viking. I, I don't, I don't like. I'm not one of those nerds that's like really into Viking culture, but it will be like this. It'll be just like furs of dead animals all over my house that I've conquered. I'll have so many children that I'll, I'll have to start being like, um, like Elon Musk. I'll start naming them after like letters and numbers. And uh, you better get onto
2: that shit. You're getting, you're getting a bit old now too. You know,
1: TikTok. Not a, not a wrinkle on my body. This right here is like a porcelain egg. Things smooth. What what age are you now,
2: Hunter? I'm
1: 33. It's a good life.
2: Uh, We had three by 33. This is the year of Jesus. We had four by 33.
1: This is the year of Jesus. This is my peak year right now. I can feel it. All of my chakras are aligned. Um, He has a long out. I do. I do. He's
3: all going to live up to heaven.
1: Uh, You know, I got homes all over the place. They can live wherever they want. You know, I've got, listen, I'm I'm a big believer in like, I don't know. I'm a big believer in like your life is a book and there's chapters to all of it. And to just sit here and fantasize about a chapter that is like 10 chapters into this book and just dog shit the hell out of all these chapters just to get to chapter 10 is what I've watched so many people do. And they screw up their lives completely. I'm building this runway so that a jumbo jet can lift off. Like I literally could do anything I want with my life from this point on. So when I retire from sport at 35, one, I want to let go. I don't want to have that ego where I'm that old dad. No offense, Tom. That just like <laughs> keeps on going back and won't let go. I'm not saying you're that person, Tom, but I've met so many of these like middle-aged men that are ruining their lives because they still have their ego wrapped up in it. I don't think you guys are ruining your lives. But
2: for Well, Christ to be sake- fair, that's that's exactly why we change sports constantly too because you know, we could have stuck to road racing and then like got slower, got slower and you pack. know go I'm down still- the pack or change.
1: I'm still going to do all this stuff. I'm just not going to have my ego in it anymore. <clears throat>
0: You're not going to throw your body on the coals every day to try to like Tom was saying, he's rearranged the way he trains so he can continue to do that. Not just I don't care if my body is aching, I'm going to go all out of the gym today and
1: just. F up my legs, you know? Well,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Was last year for me doing this. So it. if you look at,
1: like, life, my life was, like, uh, it's like VHS tapes or DVDs. Like, in the beginning, you know, it's a Disney movie. Then it went to Little Rugrats or, like, uh, Dennis the Menace. I was pretty, like, uh, troublesome. And then it's, like, a party movie a little bit. And then it's just, like, diehard action movie, Rocky montages. And then I'm going to have the rom-com around 35. And from there on out, like, um, have you ever seen movies? old man. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie St. Vincent's with Bill, uh, Bill Murray? Yeah. So good. He's just this grumpy man next door and a single mom moves in and she needs help. Like, uh, you know, watching her son and he just like drives around, like drunk, picking up hookers and taking the kid with him and stuff. And I was like, that's me. That's going to be me in my sixties, seventies and eighties. Um, yeah, but I I fully embrace the chapter that I'm in right now. I will admit this paddling stuff sucks. I'm living in a house uh with like a bunch of twenty-five year old boys. I wake up and I'm soaking wet from five a.m. to seven a.m. every morning. And uh I just do it on repeat. I'm doing Groundhog And I'm just
0: walking around the house. You just get so hot and bothered by by the, the young men. I
1: call I call it boys town. I call it boys town. It's just a bunch of young boys. That's
0: a
2: different film men. altogether.
1: <laughs> i start I'm gonna get a live I'm gonna get live Thank cams. You and have like an only fan, um, only fan, like donation page.
2: Would you get yourself a- on the pH.
1: Yeah. Gotta get, you know, gotta get a donation page. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, we're going too far here. So I actually yeah. so- really wanted to ask you guys continue about the sport thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are now at the point where, uh, you've dedicated so much of your life to so many different sports. And now you're in, you guys are at the peak of a new sport. And I think you're in this position where, you know, I'll admit like I'm even the same position. It's like, are you guys, do you think at this point you'd rather continue to dive in deeper down this hole, or would you guys rather pull out and focus more on the coaching and the business side of it?
3: Pull out. This is it. I think for me, like, Dina had said last year she wouldn't commit to trying to make it into the elite this year. I kinda of half said that. Then I was pissed off at the Vegas result and said I'd go one more year. But no matter what would happen this year, that that this is it. But
2: Groom and Josh he's, he's doing
3: a doubles with Josh next weekend, yeah. you know that. Like we won't Josh. step away. Yeah, we yep. Yeah. But we won't step away yeah. from it. We'll just next year we'll do doubles. You know, we'll go to cities just to see the cities, have some fun, have weekends away, do the race, no pressure, kick everyone down. Our client ass. base is, um,
2: is, is growing all the time. I'm actually shocked at how fast it grows, especially after any races, people constantly get in contact. And I think the time will come where that will just have to have more time if, if that's to, to where we're going. And I'm slaved with Builder. Full time job.
1: You'll get a raise one of these days. Mm-hmm. A raise would
2: imply I get paid.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of us make money. None of us make money.
2: It's all for the fun. Yeah. The
1: this right here, this right street. here, isn't a real cabin, by the way. This is just a green screen. <laughs> a green screen. I'm in. I'm in a cardboard box.
2: <laughs> On the street. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've, got,
1: I've got a plug running through McDonald's. I'm sitting in the parking lot. Um. Yeah. yeah did you, that's. I think I'll say I'm more excited uh, about the business side of things than I am almost anything right now. It's actually a challenge to wake up in the morning and want to go train when I know the opportunity that we have to grow what we've been building. Um, You know, I I think anybody who's listening to this, uh, who's ever inspired to start a business, I think it's the greatest thing in the entire world. I mean, you'll, you'll sit there and you'll, you'll pull a hair out of your head. You'll stress, You'll some days you'll cry. Some days you'll win. And I'm in reality. That's just life. But would you rather, you know, would you rather be owning the horse or renting the horse? I own this horse and I ride it wherever the fuck I want, but I got to feed it and take care of it. But um, God dang, man, it's a powerful thing. And I got you guys as my teammates. It's pretty rad. Uh, I would if I wasn't paddling right now, I would move from the United States and fully develop the European uh, market. I think it's the number one thing that we could do.
2: How, how, um, how much has Hick grown over here in such a little time, like, right?
1: Like, it, you guys are bigger than the United States brand. You guys are bigger he, than the United States brand already.
2: We were walking crazy. around um, oh, Maastricht in, in the hyrox Rocks event, even just this weekend, gone. And people were stopping us, talking about the product, asking us where they can get gear. They, I've said this from the very, very beginning. I have yet to find anybody that is not a repeat customer. And yeah. that's that's all I care about, the fact that people take it, realize, oh, this actually works because they'll just keep coming back and back and back. So was, uh, I love Tom
1: it. Tom was saying Florian uh, uh, was a huge fan of it. And I really do like that because I feel like that guy really does know his stuff. And he's, he's a journeyman. That guy started back here and he's worked his way up and now he just qualified for world championships. And that's kind yeah. of like the... The hero story that everybody wants to hear. He
2: 100 uh, percent Now yeah. I'm sure his training is up, but he he, he tells everyone. We he, we witnessed it. He told everybody that would listen over the weekend that um Builder is a game changer for him.
3: Yeah. I think he actually he, he texted text us at
2: like ten o'clock, was it? Yeah. And That's he like was 10. looking for Builder. He had he yeah. had like literally took his last scoop. Oh, and Oh, Saturday, yeah, yeah, and he was like, he was on the hunt for it. Like,
3: <laughs> yeah. he, he he believes it's a hangover cure, too. He thinks it is. Florian loves the party after a race, so ah,
1: he, dude, he's a, he, he's a <laughs> he wild cat.
3: He loves that it, it cures his hangovers,
1: yeah. I, um, okay. well, dude, it, we're working on it right now. We have been making some ads on Ryan. Can you bring up one of those ads that we have the one that's the comparison? The comparison ad with the three products you have to put in. We made this ad just to make it very interesting and obvious to people. But one thing that I I, I try to tell people is this is not just like something you put in the water. It's a performance hydration drink. It is something that is meant to enhance in uh, your performances when you're hydrating. So we just made an advertisement where literally it's 100% factual. I take three pills of one, one product, put it in the cup of water. I take um, one scoop of another product and two packets of a, of another hydration product, all to equal one scoop of our drink. And if you do the math on adding all those things up, you'd have to spend, you know, forty five dollars on this product, twenty five dollars on this product, and another forty five dollars on this product. It's almost three times more expensive than what we have. Um, even
3: at, even at like what the price the wear price and that it costs like in in dollars probably like one dollar seventy for. Five hundred to seven hundred mils. Like, can yeah. you buy
1: can you buy water that cheap? No, I just think it's interesting. Like, that's the one piece, like that we'll we'll have to work on. Is like if I if I took our drink and put it on the table or Bang Energy, so many people would be like, "I'm getting Bang Energy right now." And Bang Energy literally just got bankrupted because one, they were lying about all of the ingredients that were inside of their can. And two, it's just a, a screaming piece of shit. There's, There's caffeine, no
0: creatine in it.
1: No creatine. I, I cannot believe – that's one thing that people got to recognize also is like a lot of these companies don't really give a shit what's inside of there. And that you have to really look at the blends that's on the back of it. It blows my mind.
2: Yeah. And uh, what blows my mind is the people who will sacrifice – and have so much dedication and determination they do everything right they get up at 6 a.m they go train they do double days they eat properly they spend money on like trainers and gym gym memberships and then this one thing that they could really pay attention to like high quality ingredients the potency of the agreement they just gloss over it and i'm like this could be so different for you if you just paid this little bit of attention to to this extra factor.
1: Well, Dina, you got to work harder. That's all I'm going to say. I know,
2: I got to stop being lazy.
1: got to stop slacking, guys. Got to stop slacking. So, now we're coming up to like the end of end of the show and I kind of want to just check in with you guys, see what's up next for you and also get some predictions. Um, one also, Tom, I want to congratulate you for beating David Magita. I always love to hear when David Magita gets his ass kicked and, um, you know, basically what are your guys' predictions? I want votes from both you guys. What's the podium at the, you know, uh, at world championships easier? year, male and female, top three. Are you racing? I'll show up. Hmm. If they give me a free ticket, I'll show up and I'll just bend the sleds in half. <laughs>
3: Tim, actually, Tim actually asked me on Friday when we were walking into the briefing, when are we having our doubles race?
1: I'd have to spend more money on buying that kid tissues than my flight over there if I had to race him. Um, Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have got nothing against the guy.
3: Well, when he I'm going to go, go with... Um,
2: I'm gonna go with Alex because I just I think Alex is just a machine. He's Rock proved Dish? it yeah, yeah, he's proved it over and over again and actually he's just the nicest guy. So I'm gonna go with Alex and then I'm gonna go with I'm actually gonna go with Tim for second. And you're giving Kent I, no skin
1: in the game. I think
2: third is not in there yet. Wow. Kent, if you're
1: listening, dude, you just got stuffed to the back <laughs> of the pack, dude. As
0: ranked No, to... know,
3: know it with the men because, and this is a problem, this is the, the, the their own doing in qualifying, like they were saying, they didn't have a time in top 30, but Ryan Kent, Rich Ryan, and a couple of others, all concentrated on DECA, which is different kind of fitness, I suppose, because it's kind of half the race, isn't it? And then didn't really get to do a hyrox because there's not many of them in in America. So in one way it's their own doing that they didn't get a time. And it's hard to kind of call who's going to come where because you haven't seen any of them race with hyrox fitness yet. We've only seen them race with DECA fitness. Which well, I think I think winning time.
1: the DECA World titles is about as valuable as winning Bingo night. And sure. the fact that those guys did that <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. It's uh <laughs> Yeah, people are going to be pissed when I say that, but yeah, they fucked up.
3: But if I was to pick three without knowing, like, without seeing them racing, then I think Alexander could win it. And then I think second and third will be Brian Kent and Sandy.
1: What? Wow, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: So what happened to Toby? Toby's just I uh, think, since the twins came along, he hasn't really been as focused on high rocks as what he was. It's and I don't think it's going to change in the next couple of months leading into the world. So he'll be there and he's, he'll always be good on the day, but I don't think he'll be in contention for top three.
1: Sweet Toby is my favorite. I want Sweet Toby to come back, that angelic boy. But he
3: took fourth, so he qualified. Yeah, no, 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 only top three qualified. What? Wow. Top three in the in the US, top three in the EU, and then it's times after that. Well, that's just so, so stupid. Potentially potentially they could be the same top three in the US championships, and then twelve people will qualify on time. I think that they literally have a bunch of monkeys in a room with
1: crayons and calculators, and that's how they design their season. They're like, We're gonna leave these monkeys in here for a while. <laughs> and then Well, uh, whatever happens, we're just going to roll with it because that doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, dude, so what's his name? Tiago. Tiago probably hates me at this point, but Tiago took that 57-minute one in Madrid or whatever, where I basically think they have magic carpets there.
2: Frankfurt.
1: Frankfurt, whatever the hell it was. He just had this astoundingly good time. And then you go see him. That's why I always say horses, not courses then you go see him and what did he come at european championships he came behind you <laughs>
3: Just so I can show you yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and it's like so you're telling me tom like uh, uh, no no offense tom but you're not in 57 minute shape but tiago is no i'll
3: never be in 57 minutes
1: shape man that sucks man i'm sorry for those guys you know what we should do since we both didn't qualify we'll do a live show and broadcast the thing and we'll give people what they really want to hear <laughs> Um rather than E Rock just jumber jamming on, on the microphone, we're gonna give the people what they want. Dina, you can come in too. You passed
3: the chick show.
2: You are oh, cool. rock star today. In.
3: You're in. The CEO is in. And what's your prediction on the women's side then? What's your prediction, Hunter, for the men?
1: I think from a vanity standpoint, Kent would basically string himself up if he didn't win. I think there's that pressure on him where if he doesn't get it done this year, I don't think he's ever going to get it done. And I just think that I, 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 really believe in Kent. I think he's a rock star. I think the only thing that's the difference between Kent in his best shape and Kent in his not so best shape is a gust of wind. Cause he's like a kite. Like if he doesn't have the gust of wind that he wants, he can't fly as high as he wants to go. So he's got to keep his mental game tight and he's got to recognize that like, he can only focus on this from this point on like there's no other events that he's going to go to he's not going to go to a decafit to go try to set some bs record in a gym in jacksonville florida like he's got to go all in cuz these guys you know Ronkovich, i never hear him do anything else and he always just shows up and performs and it's he's never he's never going to be bad he's always going to be good and so if you're not on your best option he's going to take it I think he'll take it. And then I think tim, Tim's tim got a great chance for second place. I really I, – as much as I tease Tim, I think Tim's a phenomenal athlete. He's a good guy. And then if I had to guess third place, um, I mean, Toby could come second or third. That would be my thought. And for the girl side, let's lead it off, Dina. What What do you think for the ladies?
2: I think Lauren's probably unbeatable at this stage. And, yeah. terminated. Um, Terminator. You know, yeah, she's and uh, she yeah, she's going. Um I would like to think if Linda got a chance to race, she will come back. I know she was missing from the Europeans and um I'm not sure why she didn't race. So um but I think she's going to America, right? I don't know. No idea. Uh, I'm not sure but I would like to see and um hmm, maybe Michaela probably. Because she ran an extra lap, didn't she? Was it? Oh, no, it was Megan. Megan ran an extra lap in the Euros. So really? maybe Megan. Yeah, yeah. So
3: And she was in second place?
2: She came third.
3: third. So she would have won. She like was second at the time and she went back to like ninth.
2: Uh, no, I don't won. think she would have won because she was still a 103 and Lauren had a 101. Uh, and it was a three lap course, which meant it was only like 300 meters ish. But uh, she'd probably yeah, but think set-
1: about that. Three hundred meters, the girls are finishing their laps in four to four thirty, so that's a minute and thirty off. So that's it's in contention. Yeah, who
3: knows? Yeah, yeah. So works, that's right. Yeah. Mm. That's the second well. time Megan has done that, I think. So she needs to like focus mistakes on happen,
2: Holgan. For... No, they're the like... We
3: never. We've gone an hour and one minute, and no one has like Said anything about Dana fucking up over the weekend?
1: I I didn't even know. What'd you do?
3: Yeah, this I is why she know. said she didn't want to talk about a race. She went. You did the stations
1: old, backwards.
3: Raw burpee. Oh, <laughs> how? I thought you were a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I missed our I missed our coach one week learning how to count. That's how me and Tom uh, coach. But that's our week one. So you I skip
1: stations?
2: One, two, no, three, I, two, well, four. I didn't skip. I just did them backwards. So I did the row and then I did burpees and I got a penalty. So I would give you
1: a penalty too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Penalty for being stupid. <laughs> but the biggest thing is it took me about 800 meters to realize what I'd done. First of all, I was like, oh my God, I've missed a lap. And then I was like, no, no, I know I haven't. Cause I was on my watch. They've done an extra lap. And then I was thinking every single person in my wave. Uh, have you, eventually
1: <laughs> have you guys noticed that I have like two lap counters and people at every race that I go to I literally will have people count my laps and tell me what station to go to next because my brain is literally like an egg being cooked and if it wasn't for people pointing for me to go I, would, I, I wouldn't I make it <clears> yeah
3: I, over the weekend who did six lengths on the sled push
0: oh my <laughs> gosh
3: <laughs> Because he said in his gym, his gym is only eight meters long, so he has to do six in the gym to get up close to fifty.
1: Oh, so, he just so thought... in the
3: race, in the race, he just did six.
1: Man, this is wild and crazy. Well, I'm really excited about catching up with you guys. You're my favorite people ever. I actually call Tom all the time, and now I actually catch get a hold of Dina. I know. Space time the bed beside me. I'm starting
2: Tom, to um.
1: Tom's, Tom's lazy. I try to get a hold of them. You're easy to get a hold of. Um, Anything you guys want to just sign off with? I know you guys got your coaching business. Um, You know, what do we got? Uh, No,
2: we will be in Manchester next weekend. And we may have some goodies to give away. But there's more for that coming on Builder Instagram page. So watch out for that happening. Um, and we've also a competition coming up from when you do reviews mm-hmm. so that's coming this week well, that's all builder related um, yeah that's it go 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 we're going
3: to launch, gonna launch a, a train and a workout aren't we Hunter what's that our, our
1: workout Yeah. I'm doing that on Tuesday
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I'm, I'm going to whoop the crap out of your time
3: no <laughs> So no, once, you do that, that. And, once you do What's that and have time, we'll launch that as well. Then we'll give people yeah. a month to
2: try. Hunter, the evil genius is here.
1: What's going on there? there <laughs> I'm going yeah. to chop your crayons in half. if You keep on sell, selling that poor propaganda. That's that's a lie. <laughs> it's good to see you. Yeah, guys. Um, So coming up next for us, you know, you can expect to see. Um, I'm not going to be at any of the races, to be honest. I got to stay in a boat. Um, otherwise I'm going to fail my mission and fail you guys who like to listen and pay attention to this stuff. So you won't Mm. see me. So look for Tom and Dina. Um, we're going to have man camp coming up here again, training camps in March and in April. If you guys want to come out to the United States, um, we got the cabin all opened up. We got a new gym, really sick setup. Uh, I've got a really exciting announcement coming up where, uh, we are fully going to be launching stay camps where people can come from around the world. And we're going to put you up uh, either in my Malibu Casa or here. There's more notes coming on that. Um, Other than that, guys, if you have not tried Builder, we'd love if you guys gave it a try. If it's terrible, I'll give you your money back. And I know it's not terrible. So that's how I'm able to put my life on the line with that one. Um, If you guys are interested in learning more about training, I think, and you're in like your 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, I think Tom and Dean are a great option. If you guys want to look like a Greek god and win races, I know a guy. I know a guy. Ryan Terry. Yeah, Ryan. Um, Ryan, I didn't hear much from you from Tawanda. How are you today?
0: I'm doing all right. Yeah? Feeling good. Feeling all right? All right. Doing Ryan, right
2: out- are you avoiding my calls these days? Do you look no. at your phone? And ringing,
0: and like, oh, here she is again. I do. I, I like to get you on the voice note because I like to it, try try to, you know, impersonate. Be the Lord Jesus Christ. I tried this four times and I can't get it through.
2: <laughs> wow, that, that was, was an good. exact message I sent you the other I day. Know. Wasn't I? I listen
0: to that one. I try to, I try to, like, I can get this Irish
3: accent. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, so, you need to so, listen to like, her. She'll be CEO of House Training like next week.
1: Yeah, she's taking over. She's taking over. Keep me in the good books.
2: Keep me in the good (laughs) books.
1: All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, We will be back next week. And Tom Medina, I'll be in touch. Ryan, I'll be calling you soon. Check it out.
3: See you later. Bye. See you, team.